The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix podcast. Tune in today. If I start sniffing too much, I've just got I had a little, I had a little cold. Probably so I'm drinking my Arabidaba water. Hello, welcome along to the Real Pod. My name's Janie. I'm joined by the Radiant Alex Casey coming through oh in fine God. resolution on the Skype machine. The Radiant. It's a good vibe today. It's a good vibe, uh, Tina. Someone's is not it here. It's <laughs> not here. It's a terrible thing to say. No, no, no. It's Duncan's not because Duncan's not here. It's just a, um, it's just a happy day. I love, I love doing this podcast. I'm, I'm happy I do to be too. here. Look, I have to say that even though, like, obviously we love Duncan, love a Duncan. To bits. But um, and I know people think kind of me, I guess, as like the pod mum and maybe like the teacher. But yeah, truth be told. Duncan pays the bills, and so when he's not here, it can get a little bit, a bit like there's a reliever in. True. You know? Yeah, it does have that feeling. And we have that feeling at the whole spin-off at the moment, I think. It has that <laughs> last days of summer kind of vibe, because every single person who works here is in fucking Bali. <laughs> Imagine what vibe they're having. Or Fiji, or something else. I know. Um, so yeah, that's where Duncan is. He's cavorting around. Um, I've actually been in quite a lot of contact with him for someone who's supposed to be on an electronic break. Spoke to him on the phone yesterday, <laughs> multiple emails, <laughs> but by all accounts, having a nice, relaxing time. <laughs> he is also, can I just, I don't want to out him, but he's on words with friends a lot as well. Because uh, we've, yeah, we've got a, had some games going while he's yeah. been over there. Oh. I'm having a real, an absolute, oh, I tell you what, Clay Monster uh, and Laura Giddy. <laughs> They are absolutely smoking me. Really? Words with friends. Oh yeah, I'm absolutely lightweight. Have anyway. they got the filth? They got the filth. Got the filth coming out still. I haven't had a lot of filth. I haven't had a lot of filth from them. Um, but you know, early days. Early days. Anyway, this is your your reality TV in real life in New Zealand podcast. Um, <coughs> did I introduce oh, us? I think that. I did. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I've I've been very ill, so if I start oh. sniffing or being gross, just let me know. I'm very sorry, everybody. Okay. I'm. Pro- I mean, I'm not going to. I'm just. I'm not gonna let you know. Oh, yeah. Well, they'll let us yeah. know. They'll let me know later. <laughs> yeah. When it's just too late to apologise. Uh, anyway, big thanks to our special chicken folks, Nando's. <clears throat> is there any Nando's going around now that everyone's not there at the office? Is that all the more Nandy for you guys? Yeah, is. We actually had like a chaos Nando's order this, this week because half of our office has gone vegan for, what is it called, Tino? Climate change. 
No, it's a week where all these news outlets have like signed up to contribute a huge amount of their coverage to climate change. And as a part of that, um, Alice Neville, our food editor, thought it would be a great idea if some of us went vegan. So I've been vegan. Tina's been mostly vegan. Um, and I asked mostly, our mostly lovely... Mostly vegan quite good, by <laughs> the way. She had a cheeseburger last night after a... Um, was it a bar opening you went to last night? <laughs> She changed the patty to a hash brown. Let that be clear. Let the records show. But um, the cheese was there. The cheese was there. Yeah, she's nodding. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually, I had to eat some cheese last night, but it was only because it was the Parmesan on Joe's pasta that he hadn't finished. And I was like, well, I'm pretty sure that food waste is worse than me. You know, like just I'll eat the, I'll eat the rubbish basically like a little pig. That's what I did. <laughs> but we got all vegan Nando's this week. Um, wow. And it was a real coup. Some people were happy. Some people were not. But I had a delicious lunch. That that delicious uh, vegetarian patty is vegan. Pop that in a pita with stuff it with chips, delicious salad and all the sauce. Uh, and you've got a fancy feast. Anything with those chips. Anything, anything with those chips. That's what I've realized. I was like, the peri-peri chips. Oh, so they good. can save any situation. And I really tucked into some corn as well, which isn't like me usually, ironically. Um, but we went crazy for corn. So thank you very much, Nando's. Thank you for your accommodating our um, our needs this week and being very understanding. And it goes That's to show, a- even if you're vegan, vegetarian, you can still enjoy it. A restaurant for all the people, isn't it? And the planet. Uh, and the planet. And we've got hopefully within the coming weeks – some very exciting news, re the real pod and Nando's. If you came to a very corny Christmas last year, ah. I shall say no more. Say I shall no say more. no more. Because there's exciting. nothing more to say as yet. There but isn't. There will be. Um, our hashtag is hashtag RealPod. Not to be confused with a podcast that's actually called hashtag RealPod. Okay. Yeah, this was a shocker. Is this leading is this the leading the real news at the moment, Jane? Because that was a bloody find from you. Uh, yeah, just write it in the doc, would you please? Uh, our Facebook is <laughs> facebook.com forward slash the real pod pod, and our Instagram is at the real pod pod. Um, I'm just I adding it to the doc. Okay, as you're adding into the doc, this is a very exciting day because I have somehow jimmied my computer into being able to play the stings down Skype for um, for Alex, so she actually she gets to hear them properly in real time. With me, which is really nice. It's really exciting. Enjoy this, Alex. I will. Oh man, it's so much better because you're dancing. I love it. (laughs) Me too. That's the sign of a good pod. (laughs) Okay, um, leading the news. Very sad day for us at the real pod because there's a hashtag real pod pod. Podcast and it's so I much more it. successful than ours. I had a bad, I had a bad situation. I had a moment of like just abject terror when I went into iTunes to check our reviews. Something I haven't done in a long time, and certainly not since I've been in the states, as it turns out. And I saw there was one review from like two years ago, and I and like maybe seven, you know, ratings. What, like, what the hell? We have all and I got straight on the messenger and said, Alex, where are all our reviews? And I didn't know. You you didn't know. And I then I realised, then I googled, where, where did all my reviews go? And someone in a forum somewhere said, it's because you're not in 
the the original that the like that country of origin. I would have thought we had a, would have had a strong American <sighs> listenership by now. Well, we clearly have. I think we had like five ratings and we had one review that must have originated who wrote out of the, the US. Who wrote the real review? Oh God, I can't remember. But anyway, good on that person. Was it Hope Olivia from The Bachelor? I don't think so, but Sad. maybe. Um, anyway, so while I was doing that, I then, I then was like, ah, oh, I wonder if there's any other real pods around. And then, no, I I think I searched our hashtag. I'm not sure what happened. I'm not sure what happened, <laughs> but I I, went, I basically started doing some research on our own podcast, and I found this other podcast which is called Hashtag Real Pod. And I was mortified. What's it about, Jane? Didn't listen to it, but it's pink. It's got a pink. It's background. very pink. I looked at the Instagram. I think it's sort of like a bit of a. Is it like a know? mindfulness wellness? Yeah. Is it that sort of a thing? Sort of a theme of talking a hashtag girl bosses type of a situation. Yeah. And good on them. Good very on. Similar to us. That um, we do a lot of that here at the Real Pod. Um, it was like I once got a very angry email from a man who ran a. I think a, like a wrestling podcast that was called, oh, I think it was called On The Rag. And he was like furious, like we had stolen. He was like trying to sue me, like doing like pseudo legal threats from America. It's crazy out there. It's a wild west. Oh, I tell you what, the best thing is, oh, I mean, it's not the best thing. It's just far from the best thing about America, but we find it quite entertaining um, watching TV commercials over here for pharmaceutical products because they have like maybe of a 30 second commercial there's like 10 to 12 seconds of actual advertising and then the last 20 18 to 20 seconds is um is just disclaimers like you know really this 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 medical product may kill you with cancer and other things and you might get blue lips and swollen (laughs) ears and all it just it's it's crazy because everything, they're like, no one wants to get sued, so they have to have disclaimers yeah. on everything. Oh, my God. You walk into a shop and there's signs outside saying, you know, this shop is, you know, may have cancer-causing pathogens in the air or something. Like, I actually remember right. that. I, I um, When I went to Universal Studios in, in L.A. when I was 16, I accidentally found myself in a haunted house that I wasn't prepared for, like a Van Helsing experience. And I hit a werewolf. A werewolf was trying to get at me, and I hit it over the head with my handbag. And I remember saying, "If you touch me, I will sue you," because <laughs> I knew that, like in America, probably saying that was like being the police, basically. <laughs> yeah. Because I know it's spookers. It's like a free for all because New Zealand doesn't really have any laws. But no rules in America. I was like, I don't. I don't actually think you can touch me. I don't. I think it's my right. <laughs> New Zealand is the wild west. Um, we had, we went to a kids museum and Jude was hoisting something up and this little baby broom fell on his eye and split his cheek <gasps> open and like security came rushing in and they were like they gave us a lot of attention some free passes wow it was, yeah they were very attentive I think they were worried we were gonna sue them and look mm. I probably would if I wasn't so lazy <laughs> <laughs> anyway what are we talking about I real news <laughs> <laughs> Pilot Pete, or Windmill Pete, as those in the know would like to call him, is the new Bachelor for Bachelor US. <clears throat> Why, um, what does this mean? What does this mean? <laughs> okay, so he, in the last season of Bachelorette with Alabama Hannah, he came in third place. Um, so he got fantasy suites, and they 
they consummated their relationship four times in the win in a windmill. In a what? What? Yeah, they were. Hold on, the, four times. Yeah, she actually said two on the show, and then in the like after the final rose thing, she was like, actually, it was four times. Oh my god. Yeah. So and yet he didn't win so I'm not sure what that says anyway he's the new bachelor I quite like him but we know it's not really about him because he's a little bit vanilla like literally he doesn't sound very vanilla with windmill shenanigans and whatnot I know I feel like he you know but it's always about the people that they bring out you know it's going to be about the bachelorettes Mm. who who are vying for some pilot pay so I'm I mean I'm always excited I wasn't excited when they announced Ari as the bachelor right four score and ten ago that was not good of course. I just think it's four times in how many, like what duration? <laughs> I, feel like you're getting, I feel like you're getting stuck on one point here. This seems points. like the most sex I have ever heard of. <laughs> I mean, sure. But, you know, you was watched that the overnight? UK. I was really surprised by the number of people that people had dalliances oh, with. Oh, don't even get me started on that. I was... Jordan, like the lowest number was like like, mm. 35 or something. (laughs) I haven't met 35 people, (laughs) let alone you bloody had windmill time. (laughs) (laughs) You should have seen this windmill too. It was really like dank. I don't think there's any electricity. I mean, just trying to keep warm. Famously, they don't need it. Yeah, true. Anyway, um, in other Crazy. reality news, and actually speaking of Alabama Hannah, because she's a contestant <clears throat> in this next show, I am going to Dancing with the Stars next month in America, and I'm so excited. Never made it to the New Zealand one. I'm going straight to the top. This Lamar is actually Odom's huge. It. It's huge. Who else is it? Oh, my God. Sean Spicer? Fuck. And who else is in it? Um, uh, Dawson. What's his face? <gasps> Vanderbeek. Yeah. Do you want me to get his number for you? Yeah. Get an interview. Get an interview. Get him on the pod. Okay. You need to get Easy. something, Jane. You need to get something for us. Oh, uh, it might. Pro- it's probably just going to be a picture, a blurry picture of me with the, with the dance floor in the background. It's a um, bloody, a uh, bloody Karamo from Queer Eye. Ah, oh, it's. I mean, these are when they say dancing with the stars in America. It's so crazy how they actually have famous people, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. Oh my god, you're gonna have such a good time. I'm going to have the best time. I'll miss you. Can you I'm going to have the best time. take something? Like take anything. A chair or something. Just take the chair I'm sitting in. Bit of rubbish. Just... A sequin. I'm definitely going to take something for the museum. I don't know what that is yet, but I'm going to take something. Great. And if they hear this, I'm probably not going to the Dancing with the Stars taping now. So they won't be they don't hear this. Only one person in America it? listens to this, and they left us a glowing review, so I don't think we need to worry about anything. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway, in other reality TV news, my restaurant rules is coming to our screens. When I say our screens, I mean your screens, because I won't be able to see it. Yeah, this um, came out of nowhere. Is it out of nowhere? Did I feel like this, I felt I thought I must have missed something. Um, yeah, it, I don't know it announced about at it. any point, or? No. Nah. Well, I mean, it was an announcement when it was announced, but there was no build-up. I don't even really understand what it is. So it's it's actual cooks. It's actual restaurants. It's actual restaurants. So it sounds like um, maybe a New Zealand original idea, is it? I don't know, because it's called My Restaurant Rules. So it's obviously a play on My Kitchen Rules. 
Well done. Um, well done there, Jane. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But I'm not sure if there's an existing format like this elsewhere. Uh, Judy, Judith Tabron. I don't know who she is. Um, but those in the restaurant scene will, I'm sure, know who she is. She yeah. she used to own Soul Bar. She had 20 years at the helm of Soul Bar in Auckland. We are, we've dined before with we have the Real Housewives there. of Sydney. Yep. Um, anyway, and so the, uh, she's joined forces with old mate. Like, to be fair, I don't really care that much about Judith. But Colin from MKR Australia. Colin, the uh, mean judge. The mean judge. I didn't know the this man. Ju- Sorry to this man. <laughs> oh, my God. How can you? You've watched MKR, haven't you? MKR Australia. Sorry to this man. I have never seen Colin Fastnage in all my days. <laughs> Look, have you never watched a single season of MKR Australia? I think I have, but... He's always I thought it was all man, 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 no. Yeah, no, but he's been, he's done instant, he's done like a whole instant <clears throat> restaurant round and like brought in imposters and had, had like redemption kitchen and shit like that. Well, I don't know, but I respect his curls. He's, and he's I great. I love him. This picture in the hero doesn't look like him. It's weird. Um, anyway, he's in it. It's he's exciting. got a lovely Irish lilt and the show premieres on September the 30th, which is very, very soon. That is soon. Maybe, so that means they're not doing, they haven't done MKR this year. No, So I wonder if that's the place. And they're going to have Bake Off will be coming down the, the, the channel <laughs> any second now. Oh, is Bake Off back? Well, I assume so. I think they've been shooting it like a couple of weeks ago. Yay, because I was just thinking with um, Celebrity Treasure Island wrapping up. And they're ploughing through maps. <laughs> they are ploughing through maps. <laughs> Nothing has so ever conf- moved faster. I'm so confused about math, but we'll get there when we get there. Okay. Um, <clears throat> did you... Oh, here we go. You did... You went and met the Briscoes lady? Briscoes lady. No, okay, so I didn't. Um, due to us being a bit short-staffed at the spin-off, I'm finding it hard to sort of just flit away and see the Briscoes lady whenever I uh, want. I'm sorry. It's not really flitting away to see the Briscoes lady. It's like getting... It's the, the opportunity of a lifetime uh, to get a giant scoop. From right across the road. It's not really a scoop, is it? When well, hundreds of people are going past and getting yes. their pictures with her. But so I didn't go, but Toby Morris went, which is almost better, you know, noble Toby Morris of the side eye at the spin off. He went, got the exclusive. He was actually just going to Mustard Kitchen to get lunch, <laughs> but he thought he would just stop by and see what was going on. There was Can I ask if he happened to have the woodpecker wooden hashtag real pod he sign didn't tucked under his arm. He oh, didn't okay. have the woodpecker sign. But he did get a very blurry video of her um, and sent it to our work chat. So that was something. Um, but I got him, I got an exclusive quote from Toby Morris. scoop. Told you. So, scoop. Yeah, Here we go. Scoop. She was very, very friendly, very chatty, hanging back on the edge. Her wig looked like a wig. Mm. Shorter, she was shorter than I thought she would be. I they thought she are. would be tall. Mm. She had the star factor. Everyone was really giggly. She definitely had the star presence. It was pretty legit. All in all, it was a special encounter. Mm. Toby Morris, 2019, copyright the spinoff. So it's exciting. So I just love that they advertise. They're like, we're opening our, you know, relocated store. The Briscoes lady will be there for photos. <clears throat> they don't even a, give genius. her a name anymore. She's just the Briscoes lady. Do you know her name? The Briscoes lady. Call her by her name. Briscoes. Tammy. Tammy the Briscoes lady. She's Tammy. so not a Tammy, but then again, maybe she'd look different without the wig. She does. Um, have you seen her without the wig? I think there's a photo. Tammy. 
Wells. Tammy Wells. Well, well, well. (laughs) (laughs) Which is exactly what one of our cornies said when they discovered James Reed from The Feelers on Tinder. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. It makes me sad but happy. (laughs) I mean, he's after love or something like it. And it's it's just so bloody precious how he's used one of his little, clearly like a publicity shot. Cause a publicity shot, and then he's got like you know musician. Like he's not trying. He's not trying to hide who he is. Put it that way. No, he's and not playing coy. I judge no one on this. You no. may have a crush on James Reed from the Feelers. Now is your chance. If ever there was a chance, it is now. <clears throat> totally. It could like, be a fake. Could someone be faking? Could someone be catfishing? Nah. It's I, James Reed. <laughs> I really feel like this isn't a fake. Yeah, I, I I don't think so either. Someone's like gonna do is... it. Oh, James Reid. Imagine the stories just... he'd have to tell. Why have we not? Oh, so many stories from the road. I tell you, <laughs> Mangawai Tavern, two thousand five. You know, New Year's. You might get a song written about you. Ah, oh, fishing. Or for at the least, he could Brenda? just change out one of his old songs. Yeah, exactly. Fishing yeah. for Brenda. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's great. News. Um, we would it, look on behalf of our podcast. We implore you go on a date with James, Jimmy, read it. I mean, there's to. your bloody. I hear they're struggling to to get bachelor bachelors for the bachelorette. There's your bloody bachelor. Yeah, why don't 30, they just go on Tinder? Thirty times over, they should just uh, make millions of versions of him like they did with the the, uh, the new Impalumpa. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and the new Willy Wonka. <laughs> Deep Roy, they just got one and they just digitally replicated him like a million oh, right. times. Just do that with James Reed. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a show. Um, they, could, <laughs> they could just go on Tinder though and get people. Just find bachelors on Tinder. Just have like the MediaWorks. No, it's not MediaWorks, is it? It's TVNZ. TVNZ intern pops on the Tinder, gathers up some fellas, and away you go. It's not hard, is it? It really isn't. But maybe there's something we're missing, Jane. Huh. Maybe people don't want to sign themselves up to be talked about on a weekly podcast. Why? <laughs> Scrutinized on national television. <laughs> <laughs> Paid sixty dollars a day. <laughs> I mean, could be more. Could be more. Could be more. That's just yeah, it's but just scuffle butt at this stage. Perks, you could probably get a better lunch than Mike Putto. Mm. Still got his voucher. Oh. Hey, he's got Anika. Anika's joining uh, oh, yes. Mike and Stacey. In and, and and breaking news from last week, uh, Anika is joining the hit. The hits. The hits. Afternoon. With Stacey, Stacey Morrison and Mike Puru. Amazing. Shit. That is an am- those are three amazing people. That's an amazing show. That's it's a great, an amazing. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to show off. But, like, I've personally mm. met all of those people. Have you? I yeah, have I not like... met Stacey Morrison. Oh, she's amazing. I've seen her at um, a cinema event <laughs> from afar, but I've never met her. To be honest, that's all anyone deserves. Mm. Like, she's she's an amazing person. I felt she's blessed lovely. to be in her presence. And Nika yeah. on the radio is... is on live radio is, is I know, risk. it's an interesting call, isn't it? It's very risky. But I feel like, you know, she's been on live television. It doesn't get much more risky than chucking her on 
on seven o'clock on the TV one, does it? That's true. But I also feel like when you've got cameras on you and stuff, you kind of, I don't well, know, I think there's, she's there's a bit be, more she's of a She's going to lose the self-awareness and she's going to slip into I, her. I mean, I hope so. I'd tune in, but I don't know how to find a radio. <laughs> there might be one in your car. Was that, but it's all backwards. It's all funny. It's like 20 numbers behind. Oh. And so I have to do Is your thermostat out? Your radio thermostat? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But yeah. How anyway. Big news. Um, Lock Ness big news. going to get yes. onto that. <clears throat> I mean, this is your thing, obviously, from your country the of Lock origin. Ness monster is either just a big eel or a lot of little eels swimming together. <laughs> and that's the scientific tea. <laughs> it's proven by someone at the University of Otago, go Kiwi. Okay, is that locked in? Is that locked? Well, oh, that, this came out. Is that locked in? <laughs> it's locked. Uh, this came out at the start of the month, this, this kind of, these scientific findings. But then only just this week, someone captured this underwater footage of a very large eel um, in Loch Ness, which they think is probably what everyone's been seeing this whole time or, or a Hang variation on. on what everyone's been seeing. How long has everyone been seeing the, the well, old Well, I mean, monster? there's probably just like one big eel that keeps having big eel babies. <laughs> <laughs> or everyone knows the big eel. Everyone. Or there's like everyone. an eel rat king, an eel king that just blobs around with heaps okay. of them. So it's not the same one from four score and ten ago <laughs> that people keep saying because how long does an eel live i don't know tina how long does an eel live <laughs> general knowledge she's big quiz. i mean what's your guess i say maybe she uh, says they live five for to ten but five not like 10? not hundreds of years not back to four score when the ain't the monk saw like an ancient hey, beast hang on. on the shores of the loch. You know that scores are twenty, so four score and ten's like <laughs> ninety, right? I don't know. I've never really known what you've said there, Jane. <laughs> I never really want to find out. How Come long on, Tina. do eels live? Your sixty years. Sixty. Oh years. my god. Nessie. What, Nessie what, what about Nessie? Have you seen her? Well, I mean, yes, she's a big eel, but she could have been there for 60 years. She could have been there for 60 years, and then her grandma could have been around, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but the oh way I see it, big eel, still pretty good. You yeah, know? <laughs> eel. I mean, it's still a monster of sorts, isn't I'd it? I'd be happy it's a if I saw that. monster-sized eel. Ah, and, and Giddy, it makes sense Giddy's now. Just done a, Laura Giddy's just done a Words with Friends on me. What's she done? Is it X-rated? Is it too hot what for the is. pod? Oh, I'm going to, no matter what the word is, I'm telling you, it's, shh, no, that's not, no, that's Clay Monster. Um, <laughs> what is it? Well, I'm just trying to find it. I'm refreshing. I'm <clears throat> refreshing. One minute ago. It's depend. And we can always depend on Laura Giddy as that's your best nice marriage celebrant in town. <laughs> that's great. Um, just uh, before we leave the loch, the shores of the loch, I just wanted to share my favourite tweet that has come from this whole saga, which is, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for eels. <laughs> Never meant to make your daughter cry. I am several fish and not a guy. <laughs> and that's science. 
for you. That's so good. <laughs> it is good. Aww. So it's sad but happy, you know. It's, it's the end of an era, though, to all that speculation that's been going on for many a year. I mean, I'm still going to go back. I've got to go back. <laughs> number five, number five, got to see this big eel. <laughs> doesn't change, doesn't change anything, really. Why doesn't someone just put a bloody submarine in there? We've done that many times. Oh, okay. okay. I've tried. <laughs> okay, this next news story is so... I mean, it's really clutching at straws or embroidery needles. Um, it's basically <laughs> a lady a, a lady done some embroidery on a plane. Um, but the interesting thing is we've it doesn't it doesn't say like what airline or anything. So could right. be anywhere. Um, but essentially someone on the internet uh, took a photo of a lady on a plane who was doing some embroidery and the thing she's embroidering said eat a bag of dicks. And... <laughs> And it's gone viral, um, right? Because I see, you know, people who embroider obviously are doing things like Home Sweet Home and, you know, Welcome Baby Smith and all that kind sure. of thing. Welcome um, Baby Green. Yeah, exactly. Little I'm surprised m- you're allowed Milo. to t- take a pointy needle on a plane. You can take knitting needles on a plane. I've done. Yeah, really? Embarrassing. Yep, I have. Wow. Um, anyway, I just like that. I just really enjoy the term bag of dicks. So. That's why I enjoyed that story. Yeah. It's a great story. It's a great piece of real news. It's very real. Well, I assume it's real. Aside from a a blurry photo where you can't actually see the word dicks, we've got no other facts. I am a truther to you. I reckon it's a setup. I'm so suspicious now. Ever since fucking John and Ben punked me twice, (laughs) I don't don't think any funny news is real. That lady but, knew someone would take a photo of her doing that. So either okay. she was doing it for attention or it's some kind of viral marketing thing. It's like the Fiji no, water girl. Thing. Trust I nothing. actually think it's, I think it's a non-story and here's why. She's got a blue streak in her black bob and she's mm. also um, got tattoos. So I just think she's like a hipster cool um, crafty kind of gal. Who would you know? It wouldn't be so odd that she's right. It's not like it's it's not like it's I Nanny so. Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nanny Simpson, Marge, no, blue hair, Simpson. blue hair, of course. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just self conscious on a plane. Like I am. Don't even like getting like my laptop out on a plane. You know. Oh, I'm what so about mo- you? Got to be real careful with movies. Oh, forget it. Oh, if a sex scene comes on a movie while I'm on a plane, I suddenly feel like I'm 12 years old in the room with my parents. Terrible. What do you do? What do you do? I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like on the, out, out the outside, I'm called Calum and Collector. I'm like, I'm an adult. I'm a 40-year-old woman. It's fine. It's just a sex scene in a movie. On the inside, I'm like, oh my God, 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 I'm going to die. It's embarrassing. It's a real test. Yeah. I had to, um, watching some of the edits for our next, uh, just do a little plug here for the On The Rag web series. Our next episode is going to be about sex positivity. And that's where my sex party for one uh, story oh, will yes. be. And so there's just like all these still shots of like a giant strap on dildo and me screaming just <laughs> in the office. And I'm just trying to be cool with it, knowing that everyone's going to see that. And that's fine. <laughs> 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 Can't wait. When's that dropping? <clears throat> Potentially next album? week. Potentially next okay. week. Keep it fluid. Um, now the next the next <laughs> items on our um. So she said on, on <laughs> sex positivity. <laughs> the next items on our agenda are hi Alex Casey, hello, which is a little chat conversation you and I had in real time in the dock. Love a chat nice. in a Google Doc. Okay, and now it's time for the next thing as they bring it up. Guess what it's going to be? It's going to be reality check. 
Greece to decide I'm going to drop my entire life I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. Do you want to do maths first or it's Treasure so Island? It's so good to hear that. Um, ah, let's, get, let's do Treasure Island first. Okay, yeah. I just want to quickly say on maths. See that, that bit where Aaron said, I have four weeks to... The, that featured, because I, I actually got to watch um, last week's maths. Yeah. I managed to get some screeners. Yeah. And that featured at the beginning when they're kind of like doing a recap of years gone by. Oh I mean, God. they showed that, but I just like my, warmed the cockles of my heart. I wasn't like, hey, that's Aaron from Maths. I was like, hey, that's Aaron from Our Sting. <laughs> our Sting. Our own personal voice artist, Aaron. <laughs> anyway, Celebrity Treasure Island. Wow. This, there's one woman shining a light. Over Fiji, and that is Shannon Ryan. She Who would have thought, eh? I just never imagined when she was announced that she was going to be the king slayer of Celebrity Treasure Island. We should have known, though, because she she's been getting a lot of airtime right from the word go. That's always true. a bit. Of, that's always a bit of a dead giveaway. I need to start doing yoga. I want to be like Shannon Ryan. I need to grow about a foot and a half. I want to be like Shannon Ryan. Yeah. I need to whiten my teeth. I need to be like <laughs> Shannon Ryan. <laughs> Maybe she could, like, she could honestly do t- tutorials on YouTube and, like, charge for a subscription. Or just, like, how to be me. Yeah. I'd pay. Yeah. Anyway. So would I. Um, what happened first this week? Because I, I actually, there was one episode. No. When, when, did, when did Shouty Pirate go home? Shouty Pirate went home last week. She went home last week. Okay. So the first out this week was... Eric. I think it was How Eric, many? then Moses. I've lost track, to be honest. How I've many like, episodes do we have a week? Do we have two or three? There's three episodes a week. Um, and I haven't watched last night. Oh, Tuesday nights. So I, I don't actually know. I'm losing track of it all. I'm losing track oh, of it God. all. Oh, God. I think oh. I haven't watched it. No, I know who goes home and it's a coup. Oh, it's not a spoiler if you're listening and you've watched it. No. Do you want to know, Jane? Yeah. I think she takes yeah. out Bob's. <gasps> But really? if that's wrong, then fuck my life. <laughs> I just get so I get so distracted because I like to watch maths in real time. I don't know why over Treasure but, Island, and then I get all confused. Um, anyway, okay. First of all, she took out Eric, right? Huge. What was the challenge for that? <clears throat> that was the one where uh, she had to you had to do something with like weird hooks, and you had to hook up um, little sacks that had puzzle pieces in them, and then build that kind of herringbone puzzle. Mm, um, and I she didn't was. See it. Oh right. Um so it was it was quite a like delicate kind of finicky finicky challenge and she just she just blew him out of the water. It was amazing. Okay. So widely considered to be the, like the strongest player, like you know, the one that everyone wanted to get rid of. Shannon mm-hmm. got rid of him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next. And by the way, old mate Sam is putting up his old teammates against each other. Yeah. Because he is out for number one and has been since day one. He's absolutely screwing himself. He's got no alliances and no clues. <laughs> like, no. if he gets to the end, he has nothing. I don't nothing. Really understand the clues thing. I don't really, I don't really either. I'm like, I'm curious to see how it plays out because what if someone like Sam ends up the, like in the final two and he's got no clues? I think and does that's the other person have sometimes. How many clues does the other person have? Do you know what I mean? Like, do people hand them on? Well, yeah, well, we've yeah. seen that happen, but yeah, do they, they have do. to? Is that just part of it? Oh, so you mean if you got voted out, you could just take your clues? I think, yeah, I think you have to. You must have to. 
But apparently, because okay. um, I don't really remember much from the first time it was on, but Joe was telling me that apparently when there was that final that was Hayley Holt and like Josh Cromfeld, that um, Hayley had all the clues or something and she cracked it and was running on the beach and Josh Cromfeld was just sitting there because <laughs> he didn't know where to go and then just started like following her. Yeah. Um, Did he win? No, she won. Well, wow. But um, I think that's just how it works. Like if you don't know, you just don't know. <laughs> It's yeah, kind of weird. right. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I'm wrong. <laughs> Maybe they've, I don't know. Hopefully they've problem solved that for the final this year. But anyway, next up, Shannon took out, <clears throat> I can't remember any, basically anything that happened in between. These no, things. me neither. But I, I it's all pretty unremarkable. Sh- Shannon took out Moses. Now this was hard to watch because when those two went up against each other, I was really bummed for the first time. I was like, I like both of these contestants and I don't want either of them to go home. Yeah. But you knew you knew Moses with his, those big feet. Those Couldn't big toilet hoppers. Couldn't do yeah. it. They had foreshadowed it earlier when they were talking about how big his feet were. Um, <sighs> that that challenge looked really sore. That was like a classic Survivor like willpower horror it show was. challenge yeah. where they had like what was it like little kind of discs protruding out on either side of a frame that got smaller and smaller and you just mm. had to balance yourself on like like one centimeter of of wood it's crazy and on the worst bit is that we watch it and it's like oh yeah there i, I watch these challenges and i'm like okay it's gonna be over in five minutes because no one's gonna be able to stand on those for longer than that and then they show that like the clock just ticks over and ticks over and they're like okay you've been on that one for 10 minutes now move down and then they go on the next one for 10 and it's like that's a long time yeah oh my Very feet sore. feel weird just thinking about it but again, mm. Shannon, she's got that zen kind of energy, and she's got core. She's got core strength. That's what it all comes down to. She's also got inner strength, Alex. And she's inner got a strength. Lot of inner strength. And inner and outer beauty. It all helps. <laughs> she's the perfect contestant. Yeah. Um, and the opposite of her is Sam. So he had a bad tummy situation. <laughs> Did he? Have but I love Sam. I kind of like. I love Sam on this show because I don't know what it would be without him. True. I, he, he's like the most game playing of any of the contestants there. And I feel like if he wasn't here, everyone would just be like bloody sunshine and roses. And that'd be really boring. That's true. You know? That's true. He's been a great villain. Um, um, I'm sorry to hear he had a bad toilet time. He had a very bad toilet time. I was interested to hear they have a toilet though. Because it's never come up, has it? So like they have the, like a portaloo. Well, he, he was like, oh, sorry about what I did to the toilet. <laughs> and then Babs was like, "It's okay. It's it's clean, Sam. It's clean. So it's so not just not, a hole in the ground. It's not a hole in the ground like on Survivor, because you know on Survivor, because we don't see them like winning toilet paper or anything like you do on Survivor. No, so no. clearly there's just they did. They toilet. have toilet paper in their. They had that in their chest when they first arrived. Oh, did they? they had a limited amount of toilet paper. I, I just assume they're going though. in the bush. I'm outraged. I, if they have proper you know toilets, what? do you know what? It's that I reckon that whole the the food thing's become a non thing because you know how they win their they win their um pizzas and what have you like that's yeah I feel like they run the food narrative like being starving and that for the first little bit and then it gets to a point like no one's talking about being hungry anymore and I can't surely just be based on the fact that they like won a challenge two days ago of some pizza you know mm, true. You think they're getting scrogging from I the crew? Yeah, I think there's some. I think there's some backhanding of, <laughs> I don't know, coconuts or something. something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anyway, there's enough coconuts to go around. 
But yeah, but it would be horrible to have a bloody crop guts. <laughs> oh, mate. On a treasure island? But no, he thank just came you. back. He just came back from that. He's been winning challenges. Like, he's staying alive by winning these challenges, um, which basically give him immunity. And then promising immunity to all and sundry if they don't put him up the next day, which is genius, but also kind of foolish because people talk. Yeah. They will know what he's doing. They all know exactly what Sam Wallace is doing. It's been very clear from the start. <laughs> Do you think he's going to get to final two? I would love to see a Shannon Sam final two. That would be amazing. Destroy him. <laughs> that would be so good. Where's the whiz um, at? What's the whiz been up to? I mean, can you imagine the whiz in the final two? I he's... can imagine the whiz just pantsing it. Like, at the last minute, because he's such a choker. The only, <laughs> just having the like... only way. The thing is that choking usually is, like, at the last minute. They fuck it up. He's, like, choking before it even starts, you know? <laughs> and he'll have all the clothes. He'll trip over, his pants will fall down, and then someone will run past him and get the treasure. <laughs> if he makes it to the final, he's making it there by default. He's making it there by someone else getting out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's yeah. he's getting there by default. I hope he. Oh, now I, are there three people in the final? I, I want think, Shannon, yeah, Sam, and the three. Wiz in the final. <laughs> I love the Wiz. The Wiz has been a real breakthrough. Might be my breakthrough reality star so far of this year. What about when they did the Sandcastle competition? He's just like, oh, for f-. And he just did not <laughs> care. He's just, just like, I'm not even trying. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I got that a lot was, of respect for him. I think they could have given them more time to build really cool sandcastles, can I just say. I mean, they had longer standing on little protruding discs than they had to do a creative work of art. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, everything was just a little bit shit. Yeah, that's true. Nature's resource, sand and time. Not short on either for now, of course. Climate week. Climate week. Look at it, um, all the spin-off. <laughs> Shannon does a yoga class on the beach. That was lovely. I thought that was nice. nice. But then Barb took over, didn't she? I don't remember Barb, this. Yeah, no, there was, it was, it was a, Shannon was doing, taking a yoga class and then Sam's like, oh, Barb can't let anyone else have the attention. So then, then it cuts to Barb going, actually, he's guys, this is what you do. And you do this. And then, yep, just put, and you, and you oh, have to put your butt Barbs. in the sky. Oh, Barb. She also wheeled out her old saying again, but she edited it a bit. She said, in like week two or three, she's like, you can't, you can't change the direction of the waves, but you can learn how to surf. And then like, and this week she was like, you can't change the direction of the wind, but you can change your, where to put your sails or something. <laughs> just like, Bob, we've <laughs> seen the receipts. <laughs> you can't change the position of the traffic lights, but you can choose whether or not to put your foot down on the orange. <laughs> it's classic. Oh, I'm actually sweating, by the way. Are you oh. warm? Oh, it's, it's yeah, it's full It's sweltering heat. But it's California, so always summer. California. Um, do you do that every day when you're just walking around? No. Oh. Because the words are California, here we come, but it's like, here we are. Yeah. Though, I'm not far from the marina in which um, the summer breeze mm. was docked and they shot that, that, the Seth sailing off in the summer breeze. I'm not far from there. Does that mean anything to you? Nah. No. I only know the theme song and the okay. what you say. <laughs> but <laughs> Can I do you know that the Jason Derulo version of that song? Yes. 
It's the very first song I ever bought on iTunes. Because it was really? an earworm. Yeah. Bought it on iTunes. I don't yeah. know if I've ever bought a song on iTunes. <gasps> really? Oh, that... Mm, okay. That's, a, that that's like a, a lot Wayne, about you. That's like a Wayne uh, little, little ditty there. First song you bought on iTunes, Jane. You yeah, and you couldn't even join in the conversation, could you? I'm just trying to think. Maybe I bought... I might have bought James Mustapix, Hold Your Hand in Mine, Harry Warner, <laughs> Christmas song. <laughs> I bought the Champagne Ladies Christmas song, actually. Well, there you go. That'd I be did. great. That'd I be did. a great debut iTunes purchase, can I just say. Might be your only one. Anyway, <laughs> was there anything else that happened on CTI? <clears throat> um, I'm just, I, I, can't th- I can't think. Maths is just, this week, maths is blowing CTI out of the water for me. Mm-hmm. In terms mm. of interest, okay, I, think I, just... I think CTI is becoming very clear what's going to happen. I think, but uh, I'll still be watching. Well, we'll have a couple of weeks left still, eh? Yeah. Also, I think it's kind of weird knowing that they're only there. Like it's it's a week between when we watch it, but every day is just it's just a day for them. Like they're literally going, "Oh, we've got this time left on the island." It's like you've got three days left on the island. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You'll be right. Um, okay, married at first sight, New Zealand. Oh my um, god! So I missed. There was one episode that didn't come through. Okay. For me, which was episode, well, the first episode of the week, which was when um, James and Vicky met. It's the first day of honeymoon. So James uh, and Vicky. Yeah. Sorry, Jimmy. Is he Jimmy? Suddenly, suddenly now nine. Jimmy. Saturday they saw each other and went, "Oh, whoops! What did that?" Yeah, being he was he was really awkward about it. Um, well, kind of understandably, he was really, really, really freaked out and like his little talking head being like, didn't think that was going to happen. And then when it got up to, I don't know if you saw, if it was in the same episode where he actually told Carmen about it. No, I did see that one. Yeah, yeah but he was, was like, seemed episode. really properly freaked. But I'm also oh, glad it's like such a funny New Zealand problem. <laughs> that, uh, I know. Okay, so do you think the producers together. knew... Do you think the producers knew about this somehow? Or no. is this just, were they just like, we have struck pay dirt? I think it's They just must a have just accident. been like slow clapping when that shit went down. Yeah, I reckon. Camera. I reckon. Um, it was, just, I thought Carmen handled it very well. I feel like I, <laughs> I don't know how I would have taken that news. I feel like I would have gone for Psycho. <laughs> and it was in Greece, wasn't it? It was in Greece. Yeah, and, and also and I that, noticed that he downplayed it a bit to Carmen. Like, I feel like he said in his talking head, or maybe it was Vicky, but definitely there was something that it was like a couple of dates. She was more keen on him than he was, but then he, he described it to Carmen as like a mistake, like a one-night mistake sort of thing, which sounded a little different. Oh, you know that that exact scenario has just played out on um, Bachelor in Paradise as well? Wow, that there were two people. There was a a guy there who had had relations with several of the women, like two nights in a row, mm-hmm. and referred to one of them as a mistake, Ugh. which was very upsetting for that person. It's not great, eh? Not great. Hmm, the language, but Carmen was cool with it. She was like, "It's all Carmen's good. cool with bloody anything." New Zealand. She's so chill, eh? He has just found his best mate <clears throat> and a wife. Yeah, I'm all in on Carmen and Jimmy. Me and Tina. Um, oh, can we talk about how we got roasted in James' Instagram story? Because yes. we said that he was vaping. There was no judgment there. We were just pointing out that he was vaping and he looked a bit stressed. 
But he I mean, screenshotted have- it and put it on his Insta story. <laughs> and so we well, had shit yarns. <laughs> Probably well, He didn't really. It was sort of, yeah. I mean, he, it was implied. Yeah. Um, he, uh, I'm all in <clears throat> on watching them on screen, but, you know, Saturdays are for the boys. I can't get past that. There's a lot I can't get past, and I feel like it's when we go Could, back, like maybe hometowns will will show um, that I feel like Jimmy is like, I genuinely believe that he is a lovely man, and I like seeing how besotted he is with Carmen, but I think his friends might turn him bad. Like, I don't know. Just also, re- I rewatched like- their wedding, and the things that, yeah, just those throat, the threat of a throat punch and all that stuff is just so, and then when you watch him on his own, like grinning and being so sweet and like, it's so different. And I just, like, I that think, gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. His friends bring out the worst in him. Mm, mm. Often the case. Um, but also it's just that thing of like, you know, Alex, we're big city folk, you know, we're <laughs> modern people. True. Um, in the region, sometimes it takes a little bit of time to catch up. That's true. That's um, true. So, and maybe Saturdays are for the boys, Jane. They may be, you know. But I, I, I mean, Carmen is definitely one of the boys anyway, so yeah. to speak. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you know, <clears throat> she's, there's nothing that he's doing with his mates that Carmen can't join in on. Well, exactly. She can scull a stout with the best she, of them. Well, she can't because <laughs> she lost that bet and then had to get a tattoo, didn't she? That's true. But she did a good job. I was amazed. She, oh, oh. He set her up though. He's yeah. a shark because he just, for lack of a better term, he opened his throat and just like down and won. It was extraordinary. That to was watch. gone in a second. Yeah, it was like, uh, what's that bird? Pelican. <laughs> Pelican. <laughs> <laughs> that bird. <laughs> Don't pelicans store stuff <clears throat> in their bill? Yes. What's that bit called, Tina? A pelican? Oh, you haven't heard any of this conversation. This bit of a pelican? Gullet? Is it a gullet? Yeah, that'll do. The big sack. Straight down your gullet. <laughs> Pelican. Um, anyway. Yeah, oh, Googling. Are you Googling? Tapping away. Neck sack. Someone else has Googled Pelican neck sack. Throat <laughs> pouch. He's <laughs> <laughs> got anyway. a throat pouch. Old Pelican <laughs> Jimmy throat pouch. Um, <laughs> he, yeah, so anyway, so she went and got this. Uh, this this tattoo, which is a W and an anchor, <laughs> and he just thought he was he's like giggling. He was so pleased with himself with that. He's so happy. He's so he's happy. So he's happy. like, you figure it out. It took me a second. I have to say, it's I was so thinking funny. like, I think like, is it the old ball and chain? You know, the, the woman weighing you. I was like, oh no, it's just wanker. <laughs> there it <Worth> is, anchor. <laughs> it's anchor. so funny. <laughs> and then he just got his, he got one himself as well. Yeah. Just loves it so much. It's, it's quite good. What is it with New Zealand reality TV stars always going off and getting matching tattoos? I think it started with um, when the whole cast of Lord of the Rings got tattoos. I think that's And I might, I might remind you that Joe Cotton, Charlotte Dawson and Nikki Watson all had matching tattoos behind the ear as well. Well, this is why I want to get real pod tattoos. Okay. Jane, I yeah. think when you, when slash if you come back to New Zealand. It's a terrible connection. Huh? Can't hear a, can't hear a word you're saying, Alex. Well, what I'm saying is tattoo. Mm. 
Get a tattoo. I love Jane. you too. <laughs> Get a tattoo of corn, Jay. All the things you said, all the things you said running through my... I reckon Doug's going to do it. Oh, he totally would. And then he'll have to go and get it lasered off like his other one. <laughs> Never learns. Anyway, we, we, we. Rosie. Oh, Rosie and Chris, Christopher. I do um, not like Christopher. No. He's At talks all. About, talks about sex a lot, doesn't he? I mean, that's okay, I guess. Is it? I don't know. It seems weird, though. I'm, I I didn't like the conversation that he had that with was, Stefan about how they a... don't like women who wear makeup. I'm like... Fuck off. I didn't even, I don't remember that. I didn't like the conversation that he had with Ray about whether, about his sexual preferences. Yes, that's right. How does it all work? That was so awkward. It was so awkward. So inappropriate. Like, I think he, like, thinks because he's this slightly older, like, he's playing, like, the fuddy-duddy, like, but I'm like, you're only 55, mate, like... (laughs) Okay, it was really, just... really awkward. I forgot about that. Do you know what terrifies me about him being 55 yeah. and Rosie being 44? Yeah. So I'm 40 and I, it blows my mind that Rosie is basically a cohort of mine. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we could have been at high school at the same time. Yep. And she is, I can't imagine, God, I just, I'm basically, they could be, like if I had you signed up for first night thinking, oh great, I'm going to meet some some lovely man, and then they they could feasibly go. All right, we'll pair her with Christopher. <laughs> Can you same age it? bracket? <laughs> so I kind oh, of I would Rosie, watch it I, though, Jane. <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> it would be so funny. <laughs> oh my god! Do you think they have to sign something that's like I commit to at least before I have my like my complete meltdown and walk out in this relationship that I definitely know is not going to work? I have mm. to be there for like three weeks I think so I think because so. I really don't think these two are going to work out me neither I don't think a lot of them are going to work out like no more but so enjoying, than I, any other season I think I definitely don't feel like there are as many um horrible not, not horrible people that's a horrible thing to say isn't it as many prickly personalities like I kind of there's things that are endear. I think there are things that are mostly endearing about quite a few of the contestants. Is that what you call them, participants this mm-hmm. year? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're right. Actually, there's certainly things I don't necessarily like, but that doesn't make them bad people. Whereas I think before we've kind of had some just legitimately not very nice people. Yeah, I'd say you're right. I th- I feel like um, what's the closest we've got? Like the conflict around oh, when Vicky was flirting with Jordan. Uh, I didn't. Was... We didn't see the flirting, though, did we? No, we didn't. So that's the other thing. So is it happening again? Is it that they've just decided to pack up and send the camera crews home whenever anything gets interesting? Or is it that they've had to cut out so much of the group stuff because it's got the really bad guy in it that they've just cut the whole thing out of the show? Because in the honeymoon bit, I swear last time, normally there's like a group honeymoon thing i guess we got that volleyball scene but that was pretty average and then they referenced there being like a dinner party ray and john jonathan did when they had one of their five thousand fights and we're just seeing none of it yeah it is it is it's such a shame that that one guy has just ruined it for all of us he's ruined it for all of us 
isn't he? I mean, it, it's it could be, but it could also be that maybe they just didn't. <laughs> maybe they're just not on. filming it. Like I remember, we have had this gripe in the past. I remember last season there was heaps of references to there being, you know, um, drunken. On a mate, well, Ben the Ben. Remember Ben and Vicky always used to have like drunken parties in their apartment. Yeah, um, and yeah. We never saw any of it. No. So I don't know. It's- I mean, I think if if they had been filming and even if um, the other guy had been there, for something like that, they probably wouldn't even need to show the whole event. They could just flash back to the kind of the, to Vicky touching Jordan's hand or, you know, like they would have footage that they could flash back to. So I'm erring on the side of they weren't there. They weren't there. There were no cameras there. And also by judging by Vicky's reaction, it sounds like she was like almost blackout drunk like she seemed oh, really she hungover. said i don't remember any of it exactly i was and really I drunk if she I was in that state that. exactly if she was in that state they wouldn't be putting her on camera no but, that's um, true she yeah i mean like that was a situation that i thought could have kind of escalated but vicky was so genuinely like mm. <laughs> destroyed by that revelation and seems so incredibly sorry and i do feel very sorry for vicky as well and anna handled it so well she did. For something that was so triggering she's been, for her. Yeah, exactly. That she's been cheated on before. Um, I really like Jordan. I really like Jordan too. I think I love Jordan. Is that too much? I mean, I feel like he's <laughs> the first guy on the show that if I walked down the aisle as a participant, I would be like, okay. Cool. True. You know? Yeah. He's, I can't he's think a of real anyone else. sweetie. He's a real sweetie. But do you know who else I love? I love Stefan. Do you? I do. Or are you I just do. falling for the weird makeover? <laughs> oh, I think I might be falling for the weird makeover. But I think he's mm. like, I don't know. I think they gave him a really bad edit in his pre, in his pre-roll stuff. Because like yeah. he dresses a bit cooler than I expected. Like, I mean, this is when he's dressing himself, not having a queer eye for the straight guy session. <laughs> You know, yeah, but um, I think, yeah, I don't know. He's growing on me. I got, I was annoyed at that conversation they had, um, which was on the honeymoon, where he was talking to Christopher with Vicky sitting right next to him. Where Christopher was like, "Yeah, I don't really like women who get doled up," and then Stefan was like, "Yeah, you know, it's like this one," and kind of like pointed at Vicky and said that weird thing about how she is conscious of her public image and wears makeup. So it just felt a bit icky to me. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I didn't see that, so. Yeah, it was just a really weird kind of exchange. And then Vicky overheard it and, like, pulled him up on it. And he was just really bizarrely fixated on this idea of, like, he's like, I don't want a doll. I don't want a woman who gets dolled up. And I was like, she is literally wearing mascara. Like, what are you talking about? He was just being really weird. Yeah, I really do feel like, I mean, this is a man who's never dated anyone in his life. Yeah. So, I mean, mascara might be, I mean, that might be what a very big night on the town for someone like Stefan, you know? Being with oh, the lady Bruna. Like, get over it. She's a on lick television. Like, just because you like wearing a straw hat tied around your chin so tight that your head looks like it's going to explode, doesn't mean that Vicky can't, like, put mascara on. <laughs> I reckon he'd probably be wearing mascara by the end of this. So don't worry. Yeah. Um, and then he goes and has a fucking makeover. It's just a bit hypocritical, I think. That's all. That's all. That's all I, I love a maths makeover. They're the, always the the most underwhelming makeovers. Like he went from a number three to a number one. That was literally, they just <laughs> they, they chopped a few mils of hair off and that was that. 
And he got a shirt. And, and he, he got rolled the shoes. Up, he rolled up the sleeves and then rolled them back down. <laughs> Listen, self-conscious. Nah, look, he's just he's just a little undercooked, isn't he? Like he's he definitely bit... he definitely shouldn't be on this program. Again, no, he shouldn't be. And again, he's from the um, it's got very Fraser Monique vibes. True, totally, yeah. Like, yeah, <clears throat> I, I, she's she's she reminds me a lot of Monique in the sense that she's she's a very kind and nice person and she's sort of going through the motions. Mm. Um, and from the outside she seems like a very sweet and innocent person, but really she's she's not that she's not a sweet and innocent person, but that's not her whole story. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot more going on than that and I feel that was the same with Monique. Yeah. Anyway. Hot take, honest opinion. I reckon she's still got the hots for Jimmy. Yeah, and maybe Jordan, because yeah. she's human. And probably Christopher. <laughs> jokes, jokes. Tina's just um, sat up. So, uh, just to make it clear, Tina has left the production desk and is just lying on the floor now because she has a sore back, but she just rose from her grave to point at the sky when I said that because she agrees that yeah. he's got the hots for Jimmy. Okay, well, we shall see, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm really... But I oh, think but I think after this night with this brouhaha with Jordan and her respect for Carmen, I don't think she'll act on it, but I think in her heart of hearts, she still has the thing for the gym. It wasn't It wasn't with Carmen, it was with Anna, the brouhaha. Oh, yeah, I know. Sorry, with yeah. Jordan. But yeah. I think she also likes... She's friends with Carmen, so I don't think she's yeah. going to do anything, but I, no. I just... I'm like, I see you. You had a you had like a Mamma Mia moment with him. Gorgeous, gorgeous time. I mean, in Greece, what a moment probably. to have. What a moment. I think it, but you know, I think that's kind of hurtful though for Carmen as well because wasn't weren't Carmen and Jimmy talking about how they were both in Greece at the same time and they could have he could have served her a drink at the bar that they where he was working and all True. that kind of thing. And True. as it transpires, he's actually having intimate times with one of the other one of Wind- the other brides the windmill sesh <laughs> um okay so rosie got a sore box um when she was bike riding which i thought was hilarious just the way she said it and then old mate said that he didn't do sex enough because he wanted a big family but he only ended up with two kids and he so he clearly didn't do sex enough he really had sex um, twice <laughs> Even. yeah that old gag uh she doesn't want to be touched i think he wants to touch <laughs> She doesn't want him to touch you. Oh, I feel sorry for Rosie too. I feel sorry for Rosie too because she's trying to, you know, she's trying to, she's obviously someone who holds herself with some grace. Yeah. And it's difficult to do that when um, when your husband's all like, oh, so you, yeah, which one do you like it on top or underneath? It's like. <laughs> yeah, it's not appropriate. Oh, it's not appropriate. Um... James and Carmen are—they're having sex. I don't. They're definitely. I mean, they've said it. They yeah. Foot massages and there was a foot. They had a chess game where she suggested that the loser gives the other one a foot massage, and Jimmy, who's permanently on a stag do, is like, "No, no, it's got to be a nudie run." <laughs> and then he loses the chess, does the nudie run. Um. And then they're cuddling in the ocean and he's got his willy out. <laughs> James, is doing little, James is doing a little, uh, little wavy fingers there. <laughs> it was rude, but it was intimate. <laughs> but, I, I, but, you know, I like it. I, I like that, you know, I like that we don't have to ask the question, do you think they're doing it? They're doing it. It's clear. Um, 
Vicky and Stephen. Uh, oh, Christopher making a tea <clears throat> towel whip. That was another interesting moment. Oh, I don't Do you remember him doing this. that? No. He has like this technique to make like a really intense, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. people whip each other with tea towels. Yeah, of course. Yes. Classic. He's like, this is the really intense way to do it. And then, and then <laughs> what followed were obviously, you know, all sorts of Who was he whipping? Jokes. Oh, he was with, it was in the same kitchen scene. Oh, with Ray. As when he, yeah. Yeah. I've never been able to do that. I've always wanted to be able to do well, it. Well, I mean, you need to go back to episode Maybe five. I should go back. And give it a watch. School of tea towel whips. <laughs> um, Carmen, I don't know if you guys talked about this when you first talked about Married at First Sight, probably last week or whenever, and I was not in on the conversation because I hadn't watched it. But did you see in her promo pic how she's got like a, um, a tattoo of a heart on her arm and it's got food written inside? Oh my God, no, I didn't. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? I love it. She's cool. She's cool. Uh, Yeah, I really like the both of them. I wish them all the best. Hey, Tina. I feel like you're a bit biased because you were at the wedding and so... Carmen and thing. Well, no, I I feel even more impassioned about it because we had such a bad read on them after the wedding. Like, I was so sure. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, this ain't it. And I've been pleasantly surprised. Oh, they're by far and away the strongest couple. Yeah. So far. Um, interestingly, looking at, and I rewound and watched this, looking at the promo for next week with the dinner party, mm-hmm. I don't know how they've done this. They show shots of the dinner table and the other two are not there, and I do not know how they've done it. Here's what I think. I think they had left already. Yes, that can be the only way, right? Yeah, because there's no way they would have reshot it. No. That would be insane. Um, and I reckon, I think, because I think people have left People have checked out before the... Lacey, Lacey and yep. um, Thing checked out really early. They did. Um, like and it's do you know, what un- we haven't hap- you know what we haven't hap- had? Our first on the couch thing. Does that normally happen this early on? Uh, so maybe they've just scrapped that and gone straight to the dinner party because it was at the, after the dinner party those guys have gone. True. By the dinner. Who knows? Anyway, but I agree, and that's probably why they... They'd made, you know, it probably wasn't that maybe that big of a deal to have to um, edit them out of the show because they weren't yeah. in it for very long. But they also might explain why it feels quite rushed. Like, it's crazy to be like, even when they were like, the honeymoon's over. I was like, what? <laughs> what? You only yes. just felt like you only just got there. Yeah. And they're moving in together. Like, I know that it's a fast experiment, but it feels so crazy fast this year. And I yeah. Think it is well, I think missing, you're right. I think yeah. there's probably entire, like, we've probably lost an entire episode at least that they yeah. would have had to have just been too hard to work around. Okay. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season, actually. Same. I have I have high hopes. Um, let's. Oh, we've already spent a lot of time chatting, but I can't resist. Have we gone over? How comfortable is too comfortable in a relationship? I mean, what's over? What was the first album you got home? What was your gateway podcast? To be in Wayne's, Wayne's world. I love Wayne's busy. Wayne's got a lot on at the moment, so he's not been as um, he's not been as busy a beaver in the uh, in the corner. But what he does, oh, it's quality though. It's quality, still quality. I didn't, I didn't really partake in this one, so this is all over to you. Well, I didn't really either. He just kind of flagged. He posted an article that was, uh, to be honest, I didn't read it, but I enjoyed the sentiment of what was behind it. It was about some of the last sort of blockbuster stores in America. And um, he was talking about how 
like because now we don't have video stores to go to it's much harder to like a discover like weird kind of old movies but also revisit like just corny shit from like the 80s and 90s you know like we're kind of bound now by whatever Netflix serves up to us yeah and I was just thinking about that and I was like that's actually that's actually a great point you never really stumble upon something new now and I always end up just reverting to either like something I've seen or something mm. that's really really recent that I've missed kind of at the movies or whatever but I would never go back and just watch like some random old I don't know like yeah it's just an interesting thought I miss, they need I miss to, the someone shots. needs to start a website I mean this could be Wayne Mm-hmm. I mean, you're busy, Wayne, but someone should start a website that's like the virtual video shop that you don't actually, that just has all that kind of stuff. So you're, it's, it's more like you're actually browsing yeah. and it's not curated by your viewing habits. It's just kind of like they'll put in dangerous liaisons and fatal attraction and basic instinct and meet the feebles and... Yeah whatever else I you know can, what I, I was it's thinking a weird about combination recently. weird combination I was thinking about the movie been. Harry and the Hendersons and then it popped up it's just been recently added to Netflix because that was one uh. of the ones that I was like I'm probably never going to see that again but then do you think Netflix out, is listening to your brain probably mm. but um yeah it made me sad because I don't know has Videon shut down in uh, on Dominion yes. Road like yeah, I think it has there's just the, the kind of archive. I worry constantly, you know, I think we've talked about it a bit, but you know how like New Zealand pop culture in particular is so bad at archiving itself. Like we have, mm. it's so hard if we want to go back and find any old television mm. in New Zealand. New Zealand on screen is pretty good, but not, you can't watch all of it. Of content of New Zealand music presenting mm. oh, circa yeah. mid, early mid 2000s. I just don't know, it doesn't. I mean, mm-hmm. I've just noticed, that's all. Um, but... <laughs> you know, one place I think that where you can go if you want to find old a collection of old DVDs, maybe even VHSs, are the people's batches. Go to batches. Yeah. That's yep. where you're going to find them. But it's, I just feel sad that now, like, yeah, you go to, like, a batch and it's like almost there's, like, a pang of nostalgia when you see, like, a little collection of DVDs. It's just weird. Joel so still quickly. buys DVDs, does it? In a hipster, in a hipster sort of a way. Oh, he'll die from me saying that. Not hipster, in an arty kind of a way, like Criterion <laughs> Collection style things. See, we bought um, when the big video easy on Ponsonby Road shut down. They sold like everything for like a dollar, and we went crazy and bought heaps of stuff. And Joe's hung on to some of it, probably in that same kind of a way. But it's all stuff that like literally you wouldn't be able to find. Like he's got all of like. Um, pulp sport and like all the real like oh. moon tv and like all this kind of and all these the early like florian hubbish documentaries before he was famous like a bunch of stuff that i genuinely feel like has has a place so we've held on to those and i've also mm, got my pulp sport is problematic you need to get rid of pulp sport i know yeah so I'm gonna go. pop that away i know burn it in the trash anyway um thanks wayne You've inspired like quite a serious discussion. I would like that virtual. Um, I would the like virtual a virtual library. library. Virtual, virtual I actually video think shop. prediction. David, like a video shop is going to come back. Maybe in the way that you're describing, where it's like they don't have the DVDs in them, but you just go. You have like a drink, and you walk around, and you just look at the cases, and then you go, mm. "Oh, maybe I'll watch that later on Netflix." Yeah. <laughs> The thing is, like, the, if you had this virtual thing, you could have a thing where it clicks through and it shows you all the places you can stream it. 
Yeah, because no one in their right mind is actually going to go and and hire or buy something. No. But they need to know. To, they need to. They need to be reminded to look for it, though. You know, to even pop into the heads. Anyway, like, I'm return I'm, to Oz. You know. Yeah. Return to Oz for God's sake. Much better than the Wizard of, by the way, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, my computer's on ten percent. Five out of five from me. You're on ten percent, and that's the real review. Okay, quickly, quickly. Have you got a laptop charger? Oh, Tina's got one. Tina okay. has to come over here for the real review anyway. Tell me um, what you are real reviewing. I should Tina, have teased this. What's the name of this stuff? I mean, I know that they're crickets, but what's the company? Rebel Bakehouse. Um, are you so about to do Fear Factor? Fear Factor. We're about to do Fear this. Factor. So these guys um, are in the cricket biz, dried, dried and seasoned crickets. They, I think they were just on our food podcast, Dietary Requirements, if you would like to listen to a more in-depth interview with them. But they left in our office a lovely selection of dried, I'm showing Jane now, these dried I mean, there's no mistaking. Crickets. No mistaking. There's legs, the there's crickets. little antennas, there's all sorts. I think these are the salt and vinegar ones. I've actually already eaten them, but Tina has been flat out refusing. I have not been. Okay, we definitely need Tina on mic. And this is the one Tina's occasion where on I mic. think I want the full... I mean, I don't have any, we need the full sound effects of the eating. Okay. Oh, she needs headphones. You want my headphones? Where my headphones? No, wait. I got oh, God. She's got to go get her own headphones. So, yeah, sorry, warning if you don't like crunchy, crunchy foody noises because these are crunchy. <laughs> these are crunchy. They do have dried leggies. Tina's faffing around. Lots. Of, I mean, it's a good protein source. Ain't it? It is it's right. Like these. Is, this is not just like. This is not just like a gimmick. Like oh, it's eat not some a weird crickets. thing. This is like an Probably actual. Be, we'll be eating all of legitimate this alternative. Ten years. This will be your bar snack, everybody. I know. I remember seeing something on the telly about this. What are you doing? Okay. This? Hi, Tina. Hold Can on, you hear me, Tina. mate? Can you hear me, mate? Everyone can oh. hear you, Jane. Oh. Everyone just heard me. Hey, Tina. Okay, so what are your feelings right now? You've been refusing to eat th- eat this so far today. Oh, I just have like a real not good feeling about bugs. Like they wig me out. <laughs> I can see the eyes. I can see the legs. Can I... you see the eyes? Shit, yeah. Just look. don't look. I mean, yeah. There's oh my god, she's gagging oh already. Okay. There's definitely two eyes there. I don't. Please don't throw up, I though. I could shell it for you. Like, I could take the... the don't of the shell it. For me. I'll eat one. I'll tell you what you... flavour it is, because I can't remember which ones I got. Okay, Jane. Go, go, Alex. Here we go. Yeah. Okay, they're bacon flavour. I heard they taste bacon. like bacon Yum. shapes. They just taste like bacon shapes. There's That's a little bit of a something else right at the end. But <laughs> it's all good. It's good. Oh, so go, Tina. Go, Tina. Wasn't as crunchy as I was expecting. Okay, Tina's about to do it. Okay. It's fine. She's looking I, super tan. Uh, Very excited about this new culinary experience. Throw it to the back. Certainly not now. just about weeping. She's chewing. And it goes. Chewing. You need bacon. You need to faster than that. If you let it sit, it's going to Oh, no. Away. It's not a good face. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. She's no. Not She's not happy. <laughs> There's a real fear factor response there. You're right. Swallow? Oh, silence. Yeah. Oh. What did I you done think? it. What did you think? <laughs> going back for seconds? Hell I would, no. I would these, like, I don't think I would. I mean, Alex, I have literally never seen you turn down a piece of food. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah. I don't know if you're a good yardstick. That's I don't true. know that you're that reliable. I have a little bit of cricket in my teeth now. That's kind of disgusting. Yeah, I can feel it on my like. I... We are also breaking up, technically breaking our vegan pact this week mm-hmm. by eating crickets. But um, crickets. oh, you definitely are. It's crickets all, are humans too. All for the environment. In the end, okay. What do you give it, Tina, out of five? I mean, I will give it a a three and a half. Like the crunch that's, and the flavour is good. It's just because it's like bug form. It's wigging me out. Like if it's not in bug form, easy, fine. Yeah. Chuck it in whatevs. Chuck it in my chips. But the bugs wig me out it's so much. It's basically like, you know, when you get like a real rank bit of the chip in a chip bag and it's like black and yeah. it's weird. Nah, it, it just could looks just like be a that. cricket. It could just be that. Yeah, the legs. Except <laughs> the legs for I can clearly different. see the legs. Yeah. Can you see, Jay? It is so... Oh, yeah. I mean, they've done nothing to debugify that. Oh, look, no, no, I feel hot. bad for it. I feel bad oh, for no, it. Oh, no, they told us how it, how they all kill it and stuff, so... I wouldn't want to eat you take a photo? than that. Can yeah, you take a photo to put in the corner? Um, all right, we need to march on. We need to march on. Hey, Tina, thanks for Thank doing you, that. Thank oh, thanks, guys. Oh, oh I, I just got a weird flavour some bit. Yeah, yeah. That's, maybe it was the brain. Ah! Real news. Okay. What's hey, next, Jade? Have we got a monster pod again? Are we in trouble? Yeah, huge pod. Haven't had this for a while, but this is, I mean, it's its terrible, but I mean, I like the opportunity to badmouth this person. Is that a bad thing to say? Is that a bad thing to say? Mm. I think you've already said it, and it's it's the, your podcast, it's the you can say whatever you want. It's not really my podcast. Anyway, there is, uh, there's a community page called Your Parking is Bad and You Should Feel Bad, which is, you know, lol. Um, but this is actually very, very bad parking on so many levels. Okay. So they've posted up a photo of a um, a city councillor from Hamilton, Hamilton West specifically, uh, who is parked not even fully. Is she in the car? Like, has she parked and then walked away? But the car is mostly out of um, a disabled car park. And it looks yeah. to me as well like she's parked halfway over the line between that car park and the other car. Like, there's, she's, <laughs> she's basically blocking all access for all people to all car parks, and particularly <clears throat> the people who need it the most. And it's a councillor car. So her picture and her name are on there. It's a bright red car. Her name is Siggy Such Henry. Such a um, bad move. Apparently also an anti-vaxxer mm-hmm. and anti-science and believes that overweight people are a health risk. Uh, is overweight, can you even say overweight? I just think someone like I, her should probably stop talking. She should stop talking. <coughs> she's making me feel like I feel like a bad person saying the things that she believes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, the Real Pod does not endorse Siggy Henry. That's our local body coverage. It is. That's our community notice board. And she got on her own page and was like, today I decided against my better judgment to park in a questionable manner manner over a disabled car park. Um, It it wasn't even really the the questionable manner in which she parked. That's the problem, but okay. (laughs) So she apologised on Facebook or something? Yeah, she did. But like, at what point if that, situation was she like this is gonna this is fine 
Do you know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing about that. That's an, the only thing I can think of if she is if she was having a Sam Wallace moment in the what nearest the nearest Treasure Island toilet was <laughs> right in front of that car park, and she pulled true. in and did not have time. And that's if true. that were the case, if I were her, I'd be getting on there and being like. I was about to shit myself, guys. I'm going to be honest here. <laughs> There's no excuse bar that. The only excuse. The only excuse. And is it anyway. even still an excuse? Don't know. I'm going to... I'm going... No, well, yeah, exactly. Just... Look, if that's the situation, just poo on the side of the road. Okay? Poo in the car. Uh, poo in the car. Poo in the seat. It's not her car anyway. Is it her car? Fill your pants, as they say. <laughs> Make sure you got a plastic bag with you at all times. Colin's cranny. Colin's cranny. Colin's cranny. 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 Colin's cranny. Crickets. I do think that he's just he's just writing tweets for us now, isn't he? What's he got? What's he got? What do we got? What's he? What he's got is my inner child is still the boss of my wallet. Went to a secondhand toy fair. Bought two vintage Star Wars figures. A medical droid and an alien. Feels like, where's she going with all this, right? Where's she going? Mm-hmm. Dot, mm-hmm. dot, dot. Had a lemon lamington with cream. <laughs> now home to play Star Wars. Oh, my God. I love his life. He is Colin actually Cravings. the dream. Lemon lamington? I mean, In what, what universe? Never... Oh, I Delicious. wish it were mine. Actually, sorry. Do you think sorry, Colin would had, buy my he had a lemon. He had a lemon lamington. Not a lemonton, a lemonton. Right. <laughs> I just want to hang out with him. I want to spend a weekend just going to weird fairs, going in and out of St. Luke's, like he as oh. is his want. He loves going in and out of St. Luke's. Someone's Do you know what I came at. I know, and I it's it's interesting because someone in the in the um in the podcast in the podcast in the real pod corner was like, I saw Colin today going into into Kmart, just looking amazing. Um, and then he then tweeted about having gone to the mall and having bought like an, a lovely smelling oil mm. or something. And I was like, he's talking about the experience that someone else has already talked about. Like it just feels like all the Colin worlds are colliding. It's amazing. I feel like I'm getting like stereo Colin all the way from LA. It's amazing. LA. Oh, God. Um, but God, that, there's a photo of the lemon lamington. If you on his oh, Twitter, does it look good? It on his Twitter, it does look good. It really looks good. I've never had a lemon lemonton. Or lemonton. I don't think I have either. I feel like I, I might mean, have I had maybe a existed. really little one. You know, like how you get those little like mini ones that are do. Don't make don't make mini lemonton's. By the way, that's just don't. No, I'm not making them. normal big size ones. I'm just saying, like I'm, this is a public service announcement. Making a lemington, don't make it a mini one because no one wants a mini lemington. They want the whole thing. They want the whole shebang. Do you see it? I see it. You're looking at the lemington. It looks Does amazing. It, look lovely? it looks yeah. so good. So he's just eating a lemington, playing Star Wars with his new figurines. Oh, what a life! Him. He's retweeted the trailer for the Joker movie. Yeah. <laughs> God bless him. Like, 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 like,
it's so it's good. It's so good. To dance again. <laughs> waited so long. <laughs> Never gonna dance again. Um, so poor, poor, poor Max has had a bad tummy. Like last week we were like, oh, there's no Max news. And now we know why. Because he was laid up with some horrible tummy bug in a hospital in, where is he? Croatia still? Is he? No. Croatia? I don't know. Portugal? I didn't even know about Somewhere. That. I didn't know he had a bit. Somewhere Did he have a bad bum? Bad, bad. Well, he had a bad tummy and he's been in the hospital and there's this great shot of him that he's clearly gotten someone to take a photo. I don't know if Papa Key was there or who it was, but in, like in a, in a, you know, the hospital elevator, he's sitting there in a wheelchair and you can just see Poor someone Max. else's like naked foot on a stretcher in the background. Oh my God. It's not a dead body. It's creepy. It could be a corpse. I don't know. I don't know how hospitals overseas work. Probably a corpse. Anyway. Oh, well, that's really, that were really, it's a real bummer for your big OE, isn't it? Oh, he's in Excuse Helsinki. The... Is that where it happened, though? No, no, it happened in, yeah. No, in, in Helsinki, he's met some music guy who's got lots of followers. He's like, you shouldn't meet your idols, but I did, and it was amazing or something. Anyway. I don't want to be controversial, but I feel like that's a corpse's foot. <laughs> Just looking at it now. <laughs> I don't feel good about it. <laughs> it's weird, eh? It's weird. It but it's a also little a weird, weird time to be like, when you've got someone who's clearly either unwell or dead <laughs> with you in the elevator and presumably also accompanied by an orderly of some sort, is that the time to be like, Dad, quick, get a photo? Because it's not, it's not a selfie either. <laughs> so there would have been like, it's not a sneaky selfie. Someone What's actually had to kind of go. Gas- That's it's when they, they look they, they send a camera down in your tummy. Oh. Imagine if you had a tapeworm or something, got caught one of those exotic diseases that meant. I mean he should have chucked a GoPro on there, put it on the vlog. Maybe did he do any swimming in, in uh the Loch Ness? Mm. By, by any chance? It's Could an be important an eel. question. Important question. Mm. <laughs> and we'll leave you with that. You just mull on that until we're with you again next week. It's almost next week now. That's how long we've been chatting. Amazing. Uh, thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, next week, Duncan will be back, I presume. I oh, mean, you know maybe. what? I won't be, though. I'm going to be in Chicago next week. I'm in Chicago. Showtown. Are oh, you sh- in the Showtown? We'll talk, Fernando's. We'll, we'll talk about that off air. Nobody okay? cares about it on air. Going to the home of Fallout Boy. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thanks, Tina. Thanks to the Thank you, Tina. We love you, Tina. Thank Thank you you. to the cricket people. Thank you to the crickets who gave up their lives for the real review today. Remember them. Thank you too, Nando's. Thanks, Nando's. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Cornies. Catch you next week, maybe. I'll have to figure that out. Okay, bye. Hello. If you don't mind, we just want to have a quick word about the spin-off members. It's a new initiative designed to facilitate the most important but sadly hard to fund journalism. By becoming a member, you'll be supporting the hiring of more journalists and you'll have your say in directing new areas of coverage here at the spin-off. You can choose your level of contribution and if it happens to be $80 or more, you'll receive a copy of the spin-off's inaugural book and a tote bag. Help shape the spin-off by becoming a member. Visit thespinoff.co.nz forward slash members.
Talo for Lover. I'm Madeline Chapman, editor at The Spin-Off. If you have the means, consider supporting our high-quality journalism by becoming a Spin-Off member. Sign up now at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. Kia ora e te iwi, Te Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.